I recently watched the video of um, a, a minister, well, pastor, minister, man of God, based in Kumasi, Ghana, who had been, um, apparently he had been trapped by, the, by a couple whose wife he seemed to have been having an affair with. And they had ca were capturing the video with him almost naked, covering his private part. And uh, he was being beaten. And he was um, crying out at, at the top of his voice that he was speaking true anyway, but I, I got the interpretation that he was invited and he came into the woman's room. The, there are a number of questions that got to my mind around the circumstances that led to that video. It It seemed as if the husband of the woman had connived with the woman to trap him. Maybe he had been making advances on the woman previously. The other question that came to me was, I mean, was there any, in quote, punishment for the woman herself? And then, of course, this is probably not the first time this kind of video crossed my path. I've, I've seen one or two other cases where the... Um, claim is that a certain man of God was caught pants down with another woman whether his wife or whether somebody's wife or somebody that wasn't married at all and these things keep coming up and these days of social media it gets a lot of views it gets uh, a lot of publicity and in essence the reputation of these ministers are tarnished but what bothers me is not the reputation of the ministers themselves as much as the reputation of the church, the reputation of the, of the, of the gospel. It's, I, I think that um, one, of, one of the things, one of the primary impacts, so to speak, that these videos have is to dilute the efficacy of the church's influence in the world dilutes the efficacy of the influence of men of God whether or not they've been involved in such scandals what it does is it makes people disrespect ministers it makes people think less of ministers you know whether those ministers themselves have been involved in such things before or not so it's it's very important that as ministers and as Christians, as church leaders, as people who have some level of influence, even if it, even if you've just posted a, 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 even one line representing Christ on your social media platforms, anything that you are quote caught doing that contradicts what you claim to represent, it affects the advancement of the kingdom of God on the earth. And it is so critical because somebody's eternal redemption may be tied to that matter. And uh, it's important that we, as Christians, take seriously the mandate that's upon our lives. Not just the mandate to share the gospel verbally or by writing, but by actually demonstrating that the gospel is real. If our lives have not changed, then the gospel is probably not real. If we do not um, 
make deliberate and extreme efforts to keep ourselves away from compromising situations, then possibly what we say we believe, we do not really believe. It's very important that I, I, I often ask myself, if, if you're a man of God or if you want to, if you are not interested in keeping yourself away from evil, why bother going into the ministry? Maybe because there's an attraction of money. But it's, it's so important that we, um, we don't, because of our own character flaws, put a negative image out there about who God is, about who Christ really is. If we have character flaws, I think we should keep them to ourselves and not make Christ look bad with our own feelings. Thank you for listening. Uh, join minds with me on scribblingsage.com.